Good afternoon and hope you had a great day so far and your Shabbos prep is going well. As you can tell, I'm a little bit behind the clock, which actually is appropriate for what exactly the theme is for today's talk. As we said, every Arab Shabbos, I'll share something from the weekly Torah portion that we can learn from and share with others. This week's Parsha is Parsha Bo, so let's catch up on the context. This portion has the final three Makos plagues and then the exodus of the Jewish people as they leave behind 210 years of slavery and persecution on their way to pick up the Torah and go to the Promised Land. As they get ready to go, God decided, as it were, that he wants to take this first opportunity to share an opening mitzvah with them. You know, get the ball rolling and frame the Jewish experience and what it's all about. Now, I don't know off by heart all of the 613 mitzvahs that we have, but I do know a bunch of them, and therefore would ask you to think of the answer to the following question. If you were God and had to throw out one from where to start, which one would it be? Remember, you have 613 to choose from. So personally, I would think maybe it should be saying the Shema to reaffirm our belief in God who's about to take us out of Egypt, or maybe it's Chesed, acts of kindness, and to dedicate your life to kindness, not like the Egyptians, or maybe about Shabbos because it's the key to strong Jewish identity. I'm sure you can think of a few more yourself as well, maybe even some better suggestions. But one thing for sure, you should open up with something strong, inspirational, and core for us to know about the Jewish people. Basically, I imagine it unfolding like this. God is getting up in front of two million men, women, and children, steps up to the mic. Uh, Okay, is this thing on? Great. Hey, Jews, we are getting out of Egypt after all these years, and I've got big plans for us. A lot of great commandments that are aimed at infusing meaning, molding great characters, deepening spirituality, and inspiring lives. I'll share them all with you in 49 days when we get to Sinai, but let me leave you with one for now so you see what I mean. So what does God choose to give over as the first mitzvah? Chapter 12, verse 2 reads, This month shall mark for you the beginning of the months. It shall be the first of the months of the year for you. Basically, in short, God is saying, let's set up a monthly calendar. Wouldn't that be great? Yes, there is more detail in that, like how we follow the moon and not the sun. And yes, there's deep reasons for why Jews are lunar focused and not solar. But in general, God is basically kicking off the mission for the Jewish people by introducing the calendar in Jewish time, as it were. Seems a little technical. I was hoping for something a little more aspirational. But at the same time, I kind of have faith in God that he knows what he's talking about. So, what's up with God's choice? One of the most profound answers I saw, brought down by this Forno, a 16th century commentator, as well as others, is that God isn't simply telling us how to keep time, but more so that we must value time. Set up a system to count track and monitor time. Our greatest commodity in life and our greatest expression of freedom that we have is how we use our time. The ability to express our freedom lies in our ability to control how we spend our time and the success of life is dependent on how well we use it. We should never use words like kill time or time is money, but rather time is simply life. So the more meaningfully you use your time, the more meaningfully you live your life. Yes, we all need breaks and downtime, but I'm not sure if any of us will look back proudly on the binge watch fest we had on Netflix or the amount of Candy Crush we played. As we know, there is no commodity that is valuable and yet as fleeting as time, a commodity that only diminishes and never increases in quantity. Therefore, before detailing any of the specific laws, values, or rituals, the Torah reminds us that to take time seriously, because the last thing a person wants to have happen is for their life to pass them by and realize they could have become more or done things differently. With that in mind, and being that my son Nassanel's bar mitzvah is next Shabbos, I finally thought of this story. When one of Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky's son, Binyamin, was becoming a bar mitzvah, 
Rav Kamenetsky said to him, If I spend a lot of money on a present for you, will you use it well and not waste it? His son, of course, agreed. On the day became a bar mitzvah, Rav Kamenetsky called Binyamin into his study, reached up to his bookshelf and said again, You promise to use this present well? And again, Binyamin agreed. Rav Kamenetsky then brought down a small box containing a watch and told him that he wanted to give him the gift of appreciating time. Remember, he repeated, you agreed to use it well and not waste it. In this way, Rav Kamenetsky taught his son the importance of time in general and the importance of every single second. Similarly, the Torah begins with this mitzvah so the Jews throughout the ages remember just how valuable a gift time is. Think about it. Even this daily group, let's be honest, I'm definitely not sitting around for a good six, seven hours of my day wondering what to do, but this mitzvah of time is a reminder that every second that we have has potential. And if we can squeeze even a little more out of it, just 15 minutes before Shabbos, then why wouldn't we? As they say, each second is a precious gift. That's why we call it the present. Signing off for 24, five hours, wishing you all and those around your Shabbos table Shabbat Shalom and look forward to seeing you tomorrow.